Welcome. Yes, uh, attempting to do a live here today um, just to cover some new developments and Paul will be joining me soon. Um, but uh, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, get to raise myself up here a little bit. Yeah, I wanted to give a quick update on what's happening. Um, and uh, I put this a little bit in the post that is out on the different social media channels and whatnot. But um, there's been some, so first of all, for those who don't know, for those who are tuning in for the first time, uh, Paul and I have been following the story of Jacob Chansley, the Q Anon Shaman, uh, since prior to January 6th, uh, while we were making another movie called The Steel, we met Jake on the road in Arizona and then in DC. We interviewed him in DC in December. And then when he became uh, internet famous worldwide, um, we had a cell phone number while we were there on the 6th. We uh, got him to sit down with an, uh, for an interview with us on the 7th, the following day. And a couple days later, he was arrested. So um, we have been following this story from the beginning. We've been following it, um, you know, the whole time uh, that it's been happening. And... Um, I'm going to stay on pause there for a second. Oh, it's 10 people, 10 people watching. Look, I'm going to let the, let a few more people, um, join us. I have to manage something real quick. Um, so, so sit tight. You know, we just started this whole podcast thing. Um, I'm no stranger to podcasts. I mean, I, uh, used to, um, do a radio show, a weekly radio show here in Austin. Wow. 10 years ago, uh, with my good friend, John Bush. Um, and uh, I've been on many podcasts um, and, um, you know, um, have produced podcasts. So but this is the first time we've really started putting this together. Got the studio set up, um, got the new podcast launched. Um, hello. Hello. People are saying hi. I guess you guys can hear me. That's great. Um, and I'm going to start recording on another device uh, just as a backup here. So bear with me. Okay, I'm back. Wonderful. So to get you up to speed on what's happening with the case and what's happening um, uh, with Jake. So um, he was sentenced on the 17th. Well, then shortly after that, um, there's some controversy as to <laughs> yeah, dead air. I know. So no, no in the industry, man. I got to I got to we can't be producing the show live like this. We got to have our stuff tightened up. The audience expects more. So, um, but yeah, what's happening is, is there's now like sort of a controversy over who's going to represent Jake in the appeal. So Al Watkins was his existing lawyer who he worked with through the process of getting um, the plea put together and through sentencing. Al has been criticized uh, by some close to Jake and others. Um who think that Al didn't really do enough to represent Jake, shouldn't have, you know, agreed to the plea, should have taken this thing to court, um, and he didn't. So, you know, Jake got one of the highest sentences that's been dished out up till now. Like, uh, it, it's not much of a, 
uh, a win for Jake. I mean, yes, he could have been facing 20 years. Um, I don't know that that ever would have come to pass, but you know, it was a possibility. And so Al just basically got him, you know, three and a half years or whatever. And that's one of the highest sentences out there. So naturally Jake might've been looking for somebody else to, um, represent him. And, uh, the word was that this guy, John Pierce had stepped forward and said, Hey, I'm now representing Jake. Um, you know, I'm, uh, now going to be handling his appeal. And John Pierce has got maybe 20 other people that he's representing, um, that are January 6th defendants. But, you know, ironically, at the same day that this announcement came out was the same day that Kyle Rittenhouse went on Tucker Carlson's show. And Kyle Rittenhouse had some words to say about John Pierce. Kyle Rittenhouse basically said that John Pierce took advantage of him, kept him in jail when he could have been out on bail, um, used his name uh, to raise money for himself, and eventually fired John Pierce um, in the representation. And so, the same day that John Pierce says that now he's um, handling Jake's case, this comes out in the Rittenhouse case on Tucker Carlson nationally. And of course, Al Watkins shows up and says, uh, I object. <laughs> you know, uh, Jake has uh, not got new counsel. It's still me. Jake wants me to represent him. And uh, so I'm still representing him. And so what happened is Royce Lamberth, Judge Royce Lamberth, who has been presiding over this whole thing from the beginning with Jake, he set up a hearing for today. He's like, listen, we got to get to the bottom of this. Who's really representing Jake? And my belief is that Jake is going to, to, to come on the sentencing or not the sentencing, the hearing call. And he's going to say, here's who's representing me. Um, and so we should have Pierce, Lamberth, Jake, and uh, Watkins all, you know, teleconferencing in to talk about who's actually taking Jake's case. And one other thing that I think is true is that, um, you know, Jake only has a certain amount of time to get this appeal in motion. I think it's like 14 days from his sentencing. Um, now I couldn't, I could be incorrect about this. Um, you know, this is not a law channel. This is a couple of filmmakers channel. So, uh, keep that in mind, but, uh, that that's, I think there's uh, time is of the essence on making sure this is handled immediately because that 14 days elapses in the next you know couple of days. The 17th is when he was sentenced. So that's what we're looking for. And I'm going to just pull up the audio here to see if it's there. Um, we should have, let's see. I should be hearing a phone call in the background here. There just might not be anything on the call right now. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and call in on this call again just to make sure. So let's try this again. Again, this is this is how the sausage is made, folks. This is how the show is produced on the fly. But, uh, you know, we're bringing it to you. We're bringing it to you in real time today. So... Okay, this is correct. Let's see if this, see if we hear anything here. Welcome to AT&T's teleconference service. Please enter your access code, followed by the pound sign. All right, hopefully you guys are hearing that little conference line. 
Okay. Join the conference as the host. Press star. Otherwise, press pound. There are 43 participants on the call, including you. You are joining your conference as a participant. For a menu of available commands, press star. All right, I'm bringing that down. Supposed to supposed to start up here in about one minute, and uh, my co my co director and co host Paul Eskendone uh, may be joining me in the middle of the show, and we'll see how that goes. So he should be showing up at some point. Um, but yes, so this is what we're going to find out today. So um, we want to make sure we're there for this recording to make sure that it is, um, you know, once they get on here, we want to make sure we can hear it. I'll likely mute myself, um, and then um, we'll hear what happens. So, you know, one one thing that we also have talked about uh, is that with the January 6th defendants, you don't have a... Mr. Shipley, are you, um, you co-counsel in this case? Yes, I am. I, I'm uh, retained by Mr. Chansley along with Mr. Pierce. I just didn't file a notice because I'm not uh, a member of the D.C. Here's board. the call. Okay. All right, thank you. Hey, John, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, man. Be nice to see uh, Jacob face to face. Yeah. Although he's not on yet, so I'm not I sure. He's uh, oh, and Mr. Chansley's in the courtroom. Oh, okay. Um, sorry about that, Jake. I'll be able to hear you when you. Okay, Roger that. Thank you for telling me. Howdy, gentlemen. Hey, Jake. How you doing? Mr. Shipley, just wanted to say hello. Morning, Jake. Yeah. From here on out, Jake, Jake, it'll be Bill and John. Roger that. (laughs) Thank you for being here, gentlemen. Of course. So we're just waiting for Judge Lamberth likely to call this into order and get things going. Um, but yeah, so from that friendly introduction, I'm assuming that what we have heard uh, from those close to Jake is that he is going to be represented by um, Pearson Shipley, that Watkins is out. Um, but we'll find out today. Al Watkins sure doesn't think that's true. (laughs) As this case has developed, Al Watkins has started to become a more central figure in the uh, film. We weren't quite sure how that was going to go down, uh, but there's a a lot of interesting uh, dimensions to Mr. Al Watkins. And, um, you know, we're looking forward to getting the full story out to the world. Some people have been asking, uh, when is the full story coming out? Well, 
I would let you know that we are in the, you know, last 90 days, roughly, of, you know, getting this to a, fi you know, to a final cut or to a full cut. Um, John, you got to get a little light like this. I guess they're probably... Yeah, I know. Uh, I got to get a whole studio set up here for these things. I don't know how you but, could... Yeah, since I sometimes have to appear in the dark, I need it. <laughs> I don't know how you could get to this point in... Small place to pay to uh, be where you're at. So. Not have uh, a light for your Zoom calls as a lawyer. We've been We've had two years to prepare for looking good in the home studio. So I'd love to see what that looks like. But anyway. <laughs> and considering we have a new variant on the scene, folks, we may be looking at greater, larger lockdowns. So if you haven't got your Zoom set up, um, you know, looking pro yet, you still have time to do that possibly. Quickly say hi to everybody here. Alan Howe, good to see you, buddy. Um, David Johnson, good to see you, man. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Mary, free Jake. You know what? Uh, we believe there's justice has not been served up to this point. And um, it's part of what's driving us to cover this. It's part of what's given us the motivation to go out here and make a podcast called cancel proof and try to set it up to where we are actually cancel proof because we got more, uh, stories to tell. We have, I just received a call today, uh, on a lead from somebody who is a contractor, was a contractor with the government says they believe they're being surveilled by the government. Um, want to get together with me and tell me what's going on and wondering if we can help. I had somebody else reach out, uh, wanted to see if we could help cover a story going on here in the Round Rock area, um, about the, you know, kind of school board situation. And, uh, you know, so people are continuing to come out of the woodwork to contact us, to get us involved. Look at who it is. Hello. Paul Eskendone. Thank you. Put the, those headphones on right there. We've got Paul in the house. And uh, Paul, let me just catch you up. The call could start anytime. They are on right now. We're just waiting for Lamberth, I think, to get going. And Did you hear Jake uh, say hey to the guys? Yes. That was good to hear his voice. Great. You guys can hear Paul, right? I've got his uh, volume turned up here. And uh, like I said, when, the, um, when things get going, we'll probably keep ourselves you know, muted or quiet. You did a good job filling the little, you know, spaces with some commentary. I, once they get going, probably not a lot of that, but we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. So anyway, tomorrow. Mr. Shipley, could you please hit your line when you're not speaking on the record? Oh, sure. Yeah, Shipley, come on. <laughs> They're usually 10 minutes late, like my therapist. I mean, <laughs> and I pay him the full amount. I, that's, I got this have, is not right. I got to figure that out with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's good, though. I think you should just pay the prorated rate sometime and just see Every, if he notices. Well, the problem is they got you on the auto 
you don't even have to pay them it just happens you yeah. know so that's that's the that's the con it's a good gig if you can get it so um this is cool are we on two channels are we on two pages are we are we, how are we live we're right now? we're pushing out to oh, both yeah. the cancel proof facebook page and the q sent me facebook page and then to the cancel proof uh oh, youtube channel oh awesome cool that's this is awesome yeah are we seeing aggregate? This is inside baseball talk. I sorry. Are we seeing aggregated viewers or just the view count from one? I, I think it's possibly aggregated viewers, but we'll know. Um, that's just Facebook. Yeah. Might actually. be. Might just be Facebook. Because yeah, I was just watching on Facebook. That's that's around what the count was. Uh, this is great. Happy to see you guys. Um, you did a good job introing the case and kind of explaining where we're at. So I don't really yeah. have much to add. I'm just excited to hear this call. Well, it it is funny. I mean, we we. Right now, we have a film that is basically telling the story up to and through the sentencing. That's that's the scope of the film. And, um, you know, but these new developments and as things continue to develop, we've started to ask ourselves, well, maybe it's a maybe it's a series with the second season. Maybe it's a sequel. We don't know. But yeah, every day, every time we talk to somebody. Every time there's a development. Uh, continues to to remind us that jake's story is not over jake's story is far from over folks because worst case scenario all rise okay here we go Your Honor, this is criminal case number 21-003, United States of America versus Jacob Anthony Chansley, Kimberly Pasquale for the government, Albert Watkins, John Pierce, and Bill Shipley for the defense. The defendant's appearing in person for the hearing. All right, I'm going to uh, initially do a uh, field uh, proceeding because I'm going to discuss with the defendant and counsel some attorney-client privilege matters. The government, this is not going to be ex parte, however, because the government has been included on some of the pleadings uh, which have been filed with this matter. After we complete what has to be done under seal, I will have a public version of this, so we're going to disconnect the public version right now. Okay, did you get that? Yeah, it sounds like they're going to have a conversation about some privileged material. And so we are sort of on hold. Well, that was the first time we heard that Al Watkins was there, was it not? Yeah. Yeah, so so there's drama in the court. I mean, w have you heard of a situation with a high-profile client and multiple sets of attorneys fighting over who is actually representing that client? I, I mean, for me, that's pretty unprecedented. Yeah, I mean, you know, I can't I can't think of a situation like this. And um, it's like it's like Kardashian and Cochran going to court saying, no, I'm I'm OJ's lawyer. <laughs> right. Right. Like, that's wild. Right. Yeah. Robert Robert Kardashian. For those folks my age that don't know that Kim Kardashian had a famous lawyer father. Yes. Yeah. Rest but, in peace. You know, but and if you would like to get up to speed on what you don't know about the OJ Simpson case and a very entertaining format the people versus oj simpson is a is a great docudrama series 
I yeah. recommend it. Cuba Gooding Jr. appearing as O.J. Simpson. So, uh, but I digress. <laughs> you, you, know, you digress just a little bit. There. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so what we're waiting on is then to come back. So let's talk about this, though, for a minute. So uh, those who haven't seen the Kyle Rittenhouse interview from Tucker Carlson from last week, uh, definitely worth watching. Was that this week? No, it was last. That was on. Um, that was on Monday. Monday was the, oh, okay. A week this, ago. Yeah. Week yeah. Ago. Yeah. And um, I recommend going to check that out. Um, number one, it was a great interview. Number two, it, it what comes up in that is some you know what I would say is backlighting of what's your happening conference right is now. ending now, as requested by the host. Please hang up. So so I think it's possible that they don't that they don't come back for public, but. But I think we, you know, we need to call in anyway. Yeah, we did. We will. So uh, go ahead. Continue to talk a little bit about this while I try to call back in on this. OK, so we have we have just a really interesting situation where. um, You know, like I don't well, I'm not going to assume you guys heard episode two of the podcast, but I had a conversation with Martha Chansley, Jake's mother on. Um, well, she texted me on Thanksgiving night. And then I had a brief text exchange with her. And then on um, Friday morning, I uh, had a conversation with her. And she told me uh, very directly that Jake's going with new counsel. counsel so it will not be Al Watkins representing him. And I just knocked over a trash can. Um, she, she told me that she feels uh, that she had been manipulated by uh, Albert Watkins. And that Albert Watkins was not putting Jake's uh, needs um first that he had misrepresented jake to the public and to the court and so um there was a lot of drama brewing in the background and that set the stage for this call today or this court hearing where the judge uh royce lamberth uh, is attempting to get some clarity on who's actually representing jake going forward because there will be uh, an appeal process and there will be more court dates so um yeah, so we know from talking to Jake's mother, who is a primary source and and um, yeah, is uh, very reliable, that it it is these new lawyers, John Pierce and who's the other cat? I always forget his name. Uh, Bill Shipley. 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 Yeah, actually, they said on the call it's it's Bill and John. Yeah, it's Bill and John first, now, Jake. First name. That's why. That's why I alluded to was saying it sounds like they're on a first name basis. So you know they got that going. Now what we are hoping is that as a result of this, and let me just pull this up real quick. Hang on, I recalled it. Did in. it actually let you back in? Okay. Yeah. This is a familiar. It's a good track. Hold hold theme. <laughs> so I'll pull that back down. We'll check back. So in. they did say it was in person. Is your do you think Jake and the judge are? Are there in person and possibly the those two attorneys, maybe all of them, maybe everyone's in person. Well, it sounded like at least possibly one was. Um, well, somebody was on Zoom. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, yeah. And and what we're hoping is after this happens now, there's a, a been request made. Jake had made a request, wanted to talk to us. So we're putting together some interview questions for him. Um, I think the the result of this you know, hearing is something that we're going to want to dig into a little bit with him and hopefully he'll feel more free to be able to talk a little bit about his relationship with Al Watkins, why he sought to get, um, you know, new counsel. Uh, so we are anticipating having a conversation with Jake sometime in the next, I would say seven to 10 days, maybe that's what we're hoping for. Uh, we'll see. 
Um, and, um, you know, that will be um, very interesting. We've been looking forward to, to doing that because it's been a long time since we've actually spoken to him directly. Um, so let me check back in on this. Okay, Mr. Chansley, if you would approach the podium there. There we go. Is it your request that uh, Mr. Watkins withdraw his appearance at this time and, and uh, your request that Mr. Pierce appear as your counsel? Is that correct? It is correct, Your Honor. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much, Mr. Chansley. Mr. Watkins, your motion to withdraw is granted. Mr. Pierce, your interim appearance will be entered in the case. Anything further you want to do in this uh, hearing today, Mr. Pierce? Uh, well, Your Honor, um, I, Mr. Shipley, um, uh, who is my co-counsel on uh, several of these cases, has entered uh, or has filed a uh, collect BHA application. So I'm not sure if Your Honor would like to address that now. Um, you know, if, if 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 you want, or we can wait until your Your Honor rules by ACF. I'll, I'll rule that separately. Okay. Thank you, Your Honor. All right. With that, then the uh, the court will. Uh, uh, um, at this time, then, uh, uh, because some, most of the uh, of the matters that were brought to my attention involved attorney-client privilege material, the court sees no basis for uh, unsealing those at this time. They will remain where we are, and at this time, then, the court will be in recess. The court understands from the discussion with counsel that uh, other action will be taken by Mr. Pierce on behalf of the defendant. Court will be in recess. Thank you very much. Thank you, Your Honor. Thank you, Your Honor. Thank you. Thank you, Your Honor. Okay, well, there it is. Not unexpected. Yeah, pretty short but sweet. We might have missed a couple seconds there at the beginning, but what we caught essentially was Jake saying, yes, Al's out. Yeah, so Jake is now represented by uh, two new attorneys, John Pierce and Bill Shipley. Um, these are the same attorneys. Or, I mean, John Pierce is the same attorney that was back in the news um, last week on Monday. Uh, as you said, Kyle Rittenhouse uh, had a lot, of ne a lot of bad things to say about his original counsel, which is John Pierce and Lynn Wood. Um, you know, behind the scenes, we've been talking to people close to that case who also share their concerns with John Pierce. Uh, you know, from our perspective, it's kind of interesting because we're, you know, documentary storytellers who are, um, you know, trying to give all sides a fair hearing in this film. But you can't help but sort of get close to, you know, some of the subjects, especially when you see somebody being treated in a way that you feel is not, you know, you know, not appropriate or not similar to to, you know, to the way others have been treated, um, you know, from a justice sense. and. Um, so, you know, it's sometimes we want to put the advocate hat on and and especially when you're talking to the family, you're talking to his mom and and, uh, you know, you know, things that the public doesn't know. And, and there's a lot of things that we know that the public doesn't know. And uh, many of those things will be revealed in the film film. Um, so what am I trying to say here? I guess I'm trying to say that it's it's really interesting, but we will, you know, keep an open mind. And I really hope that Jake gets finally competent and you know solid representation there are there are those who believe that john pierce does not represent that and um those people you know we really respect their opinion so we'll see yeah i would say there's a couple of camps here there's some people we've talked to um and people actually have been pretty close to the rittenhouse case who would say yeah 
Jake's actually gone from bad to worse here. Yeah. Um, when it comes to like basically uh, guys who are not reputable, um, or at least a guy who's not reputable in the case of Pierce. And you got other people who are saying, well, you can't really get much worse than Al Watkins. Uh, and um, what we've also talked about is you are not dealing with a huge pool of willing uh, legal counsel because the politicization of January 6th has created a situation where uh, lawyers are frankly not representing these folks. And there's, you know, to the number of uh, public defenders and lawyers who are either chasing clout, their own notoriety or some sort of payday uh, versus ones that are actually really good and passionate. Um, you know, that's it. I, we've got a, a comment here. I got to pull up just because, you know, it's great. Show this comment. There is no worse than Al Watkins. Well, we will find out, won't we? That's, um... I mean, is it possible that Jake could get more time in an appeal? I don't <laughs> think so. Um, God, I hope not. So I don't know how we judge the competency of this next set of lawyers. Um, but uh, what I what I did think was maybe we should prepare a little episode where we do some research and bring to the audience a sort of a a, a profile of this this new legal team. And talk a little bit about who they are, some of the controversy surrounding them, and uh, bring that on as an episode. So let us well, know if you're interested in us doing well, that. Well, I think I, I think, think that it, would be really good. I think it would be a natural step for us to talk to John Pierce and you know directly ask him these questions because when I talked to Martha and she told me that Jake was requesting an interview with us, she did slip in the fact that this is attorney approved. She's always needed to get, uh, she's always wanted to have the approval of her attorney. And to speak, you know, to speak freely and to to the media and to what media and to us. So if if John Pierce is telling her go out and talk, well, hey, they pro they probably would be in a position to want to talk too. Yeah, and uh, I guess this would be a good time to go on the record to say everything that we've been sharing is literally just been secondhand. You know, we're talking to some primary sources, okay, and we're talking to people who have different opinions about this going down so you know jake's the closest to it and it's his case so for jake to make this change like we're gonna say hey listen you know okay let's find out what's happening here yeah i mean i guess it's fair to say jake clearly believes that these attorneys are going to be better for him than al Watkins, and that that alone is a surprise because you said in the last podcast we did the second episode it represented a shift because even though there were there were a lot of questions from people close to Jake about Al Watkins, they ultimately always stuck with him. He was always able to have a conversation and kind of calm him down. And then, you know, Martha, for example, when she had questions about Al's tactics or strategy, they would have a conversation the next day. She was defending him and saying it was great, right? Yeah. So, so it's a shift. Jake wanted a fresh start. I think we can say that. And and this is who he went with. So we're just going to have to wait and see how it plays out. And, you know, ho hope he gets competent counsel. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I just want to say, like, look, we don't have a, you know, we don't have a firm opinion on this at this point. We've spent, we actually have interviewed and talked to and had interactions with Al Watkins over the last year. Um, and we've been able to make some determinations about our own opinion about that. Um, we haven't had any interactions with, 
Peterson, Shipley. And so, you know, we're open, like we jury, the jury's out, so to speak for us on, on these guys. And we hope we have an opportunity to talk to them. Um, and we'll approach that with, you know, obviously as you know, the amount of fairness and like open-mindedness to as we can right now, we hope for the best for Jake. And so our hope is that this represents a step in the right direction, a step in more competent or effective representation for Jake. And um, we want the best for Jake um, and we want to see justice served. So we're open to that. We hope that we'll have an opportunity to uh, speak to these guys and hear what their thoughts are. And uh, we're looking forward to talking to Jake about it here. If we have the opportunity here in the next uh, week or so. That's right. All right. That's right. Well, what else we got? Where else do you want to go with this? Well, you know, I mean, uh, right now we're at uh, 33 minutes. And so I would uh, really just kind of want to wrap it up and just uh, promote a few things out there. So, you know, we do have a website, qsentmemovie.com. You can go there. You can check out the trailer, sign up for exclusive content. And we are, you know, breaking news there. And we're reaching out to our email list. We've got you know, going on 2000 people signed up on our email list in just the past week. And uh, we're not spamming people's inboxes. We're delivering great, useful content that people are, are wanting. Um, then we've also launched this new podcast called Cancel Proof, which right now we have a big focus on this case. Q sent me in Jake's case, but we're actually creating this podcast to outlast this one film and this one case. This podcast is going to serve as a place for us to continue to share uh, about the process of making unapproved films that the regime wants to cancel and telling the stories of people who are finding themselves um, in, you know, I don't want to say similar circumstances to Jake, but we're, uh, we're getting, um, you know, we're getting these kinds of stories coming our way. Uh, I'll just bring up this comment here. Have you read Bill Shipley's articles on Substack about Jake's case? I have not. I haven't read great. those, no, but I want to check those out for sure. Yep. So if you have thought, if you've read them, please comment what your take is on them. Yeah. Because I'd love to, I'd love to hear. That. Interesting. Another Substack writer though. Yeah. Substack's blowing up. It's taking over the world. If we had any skill whatsoever on like writing, like writing articles, we would probably be there, but. I have a lot of skill. <laughs> I just don't oh, like the do process, it. so. I don't. Um, but yeah, so follow us where you can on our different uh, platforms. Be uh, awesome to support what we're doing. We're trying to build out this. Um, Kara, is, Kara is going to uh, find them. So cool. you can't wrap up too soon. I won't. So, Sorry to interrupt. Um, I, hey, Paul, talk a little bit about some of the channels and some of the things you've been doing, posting some of the short form content from here. Yeah, so um, we, we have an Instagram uh, account that you can find and i just uh you know i'll just take clips from the show and uh try to bring them over to there uh the instagram account i don't even know the name of it. i think it's just cancel proof i mean let me double check here on the old, uh, the old phone yeah it's cancel proof cancel proof pod yep yeah, that's right so uh cancel so on instagram we got cancel proof pod and you can find our content there. You know, I was looking, I, I scroll through Instagram a lot. It's probably the number one social media platform I use. And I realized that my, what I hear from podcasts or shows or anything like that, it's all, um, it's all through Instagram and just through clips. You know, I don't think I've ever sat through an, an entire Tim pool show, but I've seen a lot of it because Luke 
or Tim. Yep. Or who's the producer? Who's the gal who's like the producer? I don't, you met her. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, she'll, Lydia. On their accounts, they'll post, you know, a minute, two minute, three minute. That's where, that's where I get a lot in. That's where I, I hear stuff. Same with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan will post two minutes, three yep. minutes, a little piece of a clip. So, so I, I'm in that mindset where, you know, Hey, God bless you. If you're going to sit and listen to us for 33 minutes or 45 minutes, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I deliver a little clip here. A little clip yeah. There. And we got a few witty moments. So we'll, we want to put those and isolate those out. Well, extreme, uh, of course, we are you know. extremely witty yes. uh, people. We also, we also, wit. you, you see, we've got a website cancelproof.tv and we just are just started adding the content here and this will continue to get built out. Uh, we also have a rumble channel. Cancel Proof Podcast. You will find look that. At the joy on so, your face. I know. Well, look, look at, at that. Speaking happiness. of witty, that's beautiful. Um, yeah. So, lots of different places to find us. Uh, oh, we have a TikTok too. This is crazy. This is this is crazy. I don't even use TikTok, y'all. But I um, had an account. I think I originally started the account because I needed to follow my children to make sure they weren't up to no good. Listen, I have you know that Paul is running these sort of short form accounts instagram tiktok it's just not that's not in my wheelhouse guys. yeah so um tiktok you can find us at at cancel proof at cancel proof now what's interesting is um i've never promoted it never really linked it only one follower yet we have over two thousand likes on our two thousand plays so people are watching it I, we just need to get more people to come come back and follow but uh that's interesting it might be because of the let's go brandon hashtag well I there don't you know. go Who i knows? don't know i'm just trying i'm trying everything Throwing it all at the wall. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to look and see. We're, we're still waiting on Kara. And you know what, Kara? It's also fine. If you can't find it there, you can go ahead and shoot us a message at, you know, either our uh, Facebook pages for Q Sent Me or for um, Cancel Proof. You can find a myriad of ways to get in touch with us. It's great. We're going to keep the live stream going for just a few more minutes. I'm going to make sure that we're not missing any possible. Um, we should see what news has already broken on this. that's true maybe a maybe a twitter twitter stream gonna see if there's maybe. any other um comments here that we're missing because they don't always come through in real time but it looks like we got looks like we got it looks like we got it cool okay um yeah and you know there are some people who are reporting on this in real time. Um, I usually like try to pull up Julie Kelly. Yeah, I was just looking her up. She's she's still talking about Bannon. Oh, yeah. I think she's done with you. I think she's done. She's like, okay, a plea right. agreement done, sentencing done. Moving on. I don't care yeah. about that lawyer drama. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. Well, listen, we don't know how frequently we're going to do these shows. We're actually trying to push a lot of content out. We live close to each other. So we want to try to do these. I'm not going to say we're going to do them every day. But right now, we've been dropping podcasts like fire. So sign up to make sure you find out what's going on. We are actually going to have this as an audio podcast out on all the aggregators. Literally, it's just we're moving so fast that we haven't got all that stuff set up yet. But um, just follow us on the different platforms, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Rumble. All of these places, sign up at the email list at QSentMeMovie.com. Um, oh, I'm going to create a Gab TV and a, channel. And a that, look, that's going to happen. A Gab TV channel? Yeah. Okay, cool. 
I'm a pro member there, so I can just create TV channels. Little perk, uh, little perk about nice. being a pro member there. Well, uh, did we get the links? Um, let's see. I told her to uh, email us, right? So you would check on the. Yeah, yeah. Listen, um, let's go ahead and and have you uh, send those links to us. Uh, what is the email address for this? What did you tell her to do? Hey, Kara, sorry. He yeah. told you to. He told you to do something you did it yeah now he doesn't not, know where to i don't know where the links are okay well she's from youtube so you know maybe there's a link on the youtube channel yeah i'll take a look and link. um you can send me an email i'll put this in here at jason at cancelproof.tv and that there wow look at that that goes to all the places wow <laughs> That's the email. It's a new email. I've got a billion email addresses. So Kara, I really appreciate you. Uh, shoot that out to me if you don't mind. Um, we'll make sure we get that and uh, we'll uh, we'll connect with you soon. So appreciate y'all joining us today. Uh, like I said, we're going to come back with a, a new video very soon to update on this new representation. And also we are planning on getting some live interviews with some significant people and playing clips of content that we have as we go sort of back into the archives of the story and start to tell the story and you know again as we're moving through post-production so we're going to be doing a combination of we're going to be doing a combination of covering up to the date news that's breaking around this case and any related things and any any related news and then real-time updates and content from the process of producing all of these documentaries and projects that we're doing and uh you know bringing some exclusive clips and then then bringing on interviews with people now real life interviews who want to speak about this case other things that sort of live in the cancel proof universe and we talked a little bit about that on the first episode like that that in many ways January 6th is just an event that happened, but much of what was related to January 6th and is sort of surrounding that issues of uh, law, civil rights, freedom, First Amendment, um, you know, being an independent content producer, um, you know, the media narrative, all these things. That's all stuff we're going to talk about here because it's all related to this story and the story of of what we're running up against trying to get this story out into the world um what was it that ilhan omar said about 9 11 she said some people did some things is that what she yeah. said that's like what's that's almost that reminded me when you said you said some people did some things you said january 6 was an event that happened yeah <laughs> oh the left is gonna come after yeah. you for that son well that's uh that's the the, the ripples people. the ripples from that event <laughs> will go into eternity, apparently. I mean, it's, uh, you know, we're a year later and stuff is still happening. People are still being arrested. Uh, just a little bit of a teaser, by the way. Um, you know, I was in I was in communication with uh, Ali Alexander recently. Yes, our who, friend, our friend Ali. Yeah, and, he, you know, he's the non-grifter. Yeah, that's right. Because people will accuse him. People will that, accuse him of that. As if he made money off Untrue. of the process. And uh, he's getting ready to go up and give a deposition, uh, just like Steve Bannon has been summoned to give a deposition, just just like a lot of people are being summoned to give depositions around January 6th, around November 3rd, around the grassroots protest. And so, you know, we have a lot of different people we, we would like to talk to, like to bring on the show. 
like to bring you insights from a lot of people who, frankly, have been canceled or deplatformed and, and you're not able to hear from them. So again, just sign up to be informed of what we're doing, what we're developing, what we're planning to bring to you. We're going to be bringing to you what we hope is some of the most exclusive content around these topics that anybody can bring you because of the insight and access relationships that we have. And what I will say, the pitch part of it, if you are one of those people that have disposable income and you want to support people making content like us, you could actually go to QSentMeMovie.com, click on the donate button, and you can give us as much of your money as you want. It's this magical process where they'll take the digits from your bank account and they'll just like shoot it over the internet. And then all of a sudden those digits will end up in our bank account. And if we wanted to, we could convert that into money. Yeah. No, that's, so a, that's something that's, a, that's possible. Just letting you know, it's possible for you to do that. Yeah. And the, that's a great point, Paul, because I know that right now, when I look at my bank account, it's about, it's over $100,000 less than it would be yeah, if I hadn't decided to start making these crazy movies. That's a red color. Yeah, it's a red. That's we're a in the red, red deeply in the red. Uh, and we're just trying to get less in the red, really. I don't, I don't, I, yeah. I hope we can get in the black, but the truth of the matter is we're going to make the decision to get this film out to the most eyeballs and to the greatest audience that we can. Hopefully that will also, you know, hopefully put me not so deep in the red. So, you know, we don't know how we're going to release this yet. We will know, we will tell you that if you're on our email list at QSentMeMovie.com, you're going to be the first to know how to get access to the film for the cheapest price possible as somebody who supported us. And if you're somebody who brings yourself as a donor to this project, you know, we, you will also have our undying gratitude um, and, you know, essentially be a co-creator in this project with us. That's right. Every hundred dollars let's just say hundred every hundred dollars that you give to us is a hundred dollars less that jason lost on this film <laughs> so thank you to do that yes and okay, so i haven't oh go ahead and what our desire is is to just take any money that we get and use that to continue to make great content uh and continue to move these stories forward we want to we want to have more people to help us follow more of these stories they're breaking all the time there's right. more and more stories that the media doesn't want you to hear that we want to bring to you. And uh, well, I, I'm I'm reminded of the whole Kyle Rittenhouse trial and situation. And what comes to mind when I think about that is what would happen to that kid if a few independent journalists were not there filming those events, independent journalists that, as far as I know, go into harm's way, go into these situations without a paycheck directly attached to it now maybe the guy from the daily caller he was he was on a salary or whatever but a lot of these guys that were just there filming um and, and not just that event other events they're they're just kind of they're doing it on their own those guys could easily have made a life decision where they would not be there oh yeah and then what would happen if we didn't have the video that clearly showed that Kyle Rittenhouse was acting in self-defense and was being <laughs> you know he was on the verge of being murdered if he didn't do what he did right so um yeah that comes to mind Yep. me and oh uh, one thing i want to say now obviously we got some viewers here we're still live i'm i'm reminded of some of the wild comments that happen on our q sent me facebook page uh on the accusations toward jake if you want to do a little if you want to keep going or almost reset it and do a do a do another episode where we talk about those and we can clip that off later I, i'm happy to do that now or or we could do that offline 
Yeah. Oh no, I think that's a good idea. Or we Paul. just keep it live and like you know. we'll keep it live and we may turn turn this into uh you know like a separate second episode or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, I think we, we reset it. Happen. I think we reset it from the top. And, uh, yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna pull we're gonna up change this, some of the uh, some of the comments that have been on the Q sent me page. So interestingly enough, we've gotten a ton of traction on our Facebook page. So um, you know. My interview with Tucker Carlson that we posted there got over 152,000 views right now. And it's really been crazy. Tons of engagement, a lot of people sharing it. It's something that tells me, tells us that people are interested in this story. Um, and we broke over a thousand likes on the page. And that's due yeah, in like a in like a week or something. Yeah, it's due wow. mostly Pretty good. to people just just sharing this. So all right, so we're gonna sign off for this podcast this live technically and then for the editing part of us but we're going to keep doing a bonus right now okay going to keep it going and uh we're going to dive into the q sent me facebook page and some comments that we're going to address on the page uh, about jake's case so uh, that's what we're going to do right now welcome it's jason rank and paul Escandone. hello yes we're back for another cancel proof podcast and today, what we wanted to do was we wanted to jump into uh, essentially the Q Sent Me movie page on Facebook. Uh, you can go there and find us. Please like us, follow the page. We've got over a thousand people doing that right now. Um, and we've had a lot of different commentary come up around, you know, Jake, around his story. People clearly still not sure what's going on there. Um, and so I'm going to pull that up right now. Paul, I see that you're getting a, a, a conversation. I did see a, uh, a text come through. I know this is one of our, yeah, we're going to, we're going to pause the show intro right there. Everybody on live. Hey, what's up? We're still, you're seeing the behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, we actually, one of our inside sources has contacted us about yeah. Jake's case. So, um, but yes, uh, so while Paul attends to that, um, we, we've got this, uh, I'll pull this up actually on the uh, share here. Boom, share screen, yes. Still figuring all this stuff out, folks. Bringing yeah, well, up this- you know, uh, it's cool, we got, we, got, we got people watching and uh, that number's been steady, which is, which is pretty rad. Yeah, so I, I, um, I shared the video of my interview with Tucker Carlson uh, on the Q Sent Me movie Facebook page. And you can see here, there's tons of engagement we've had on it. I mean, 274,000 people reached with it, uh, almost 6,000 reactions, comments, and shares, and 152,000 three-second video views, you know, less obviously of full and longer views, but a lot of people have seen this video and they're checking it out. And um, But there's been a lot of comments here, and I wanted to bring up these comments a little bit. Um, we could kind of go into them and you know, identify some of the most relevant and interesting comments uh, of what people are saying here. So the, the way I'm thinking about this before you go into that first one is um, if we were to have like an FAQ section on the website that asks like, is Jake a member of Black Lives Matter? Is Jake a conspirator? You know, like this is the, the, the we want to talk. I haven't responded in Facebook because it just seems pointless, but there's a, we're seeing a trend on these questions and they're interesting. And a lot of people are coming from the position 
the the false position about what Jake, who Jake is and what he represents. So, so we thought we should talk about them. Yeah. And here's the one that's really kind of sums up the, um, that question or one of the questions we get a lot, right? So here's a comment. Shaman has been pictured at BLM and Antifa rallies in support of them. That sort of sums up that. And I, and I want to tell a quick story. Um, so on January 6th, when we were at the Capitol, outside the Capitol, filming in a journalistic capacity, um, after Jake hit the internet, uh, you know, we realized, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Jake made it inside. And so, um, you know, it was obviously there was a lot of chaos going on after things sort of wound down at the Capitol. People started heading to their hotels and whatnot. And I got out in front of the JW Marriott and Jake was standing there and he was being confronted by two or three other MAGA people. And they were actually confronting him and asking him like, uh, hey, are you Antifa? Are you with BLM? And and they were actually angry with him. And so um, because of the fact that 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 happened, um, you know, I was able to step into that situation. You know, we had heard online. A lot of people were breaking the story. Jake is BLM. He's he's Antifa, all of this. And so like. We knew because we had met him in Phoenix and we had interviewed him in D.C., we knew that he was not an Antifa BLM supporter from the standpoint of that. He was like on the left. Okay. Um, and so I stepped in and I talked to these folks and I was like, Hey guys, listen, you know, cause it looked like maybe they were going to get in a fight with him. He still had his makeup on. He was, it was getting a little heated. And I said, Hey guys, look, I can vouch for Jake. Uh, he's even, he even got up and called out some people that he thought were from the left at some of the stop the steel rallies that were going on out in Arizona. Yeah. And so I said, listen, I don't know, Jake, everything Jake believes, but I can tell you that when it comes to supporting Trump and wanting to get the bottom of the election and what happened there, he's on your side. He's a friend and uh, sort of diffused the whole situation. And then Jake, I told Jake, hey, man, you probably should get off the street right now because there are people who are MAGA who might think that you're part of the part of the dark side. So one of the enemies, you know, and so um, that speaks to this question. Do you have something to say about that? Well, I would just say this this whole idea that Jake was part of BLM um, happened probably within an hour of his photo being inside the Senate chamber going on the Internet. There are a lot of people, a lot of sleuths, Internet sleuths that started to kind of look them up and see what they could find. And at the time, you know, all you could all you could find on him was a Twitter page that had linked to a lot of rumble videos, a lot of really long rumble videos getting into a really, a lot of really long stuff. And then if you search his name, once people were able to figure out his name, there was some photos in the local newspaper, the Arizona Republic, where he was at different events. He was at stop the steal events. Um, he was at president's president Trump's rally in Georgia, like two nights before the sixth. And then, he was at a BLM protest um, in his Q shaman garb. So it is true. He was pictured at a BLM protest, but why he was there as he tells it. And as those close to him tell it is he was there to counter protest BLM. That should not be that hard to understand. Um, a lot of these marches and a lot of these protests that happen around black lives matter 
happen around um, Confederate statues, you know, ha just these hot, these cultural hot button issues. There were people protesting or picketing on both sides. So it's a little bit of a lazy um, position to see a photo of him at what a newspaper says is a BLM march, which ended up being true. He did go to a BLM march and just assume that means he's clearly on the other side or he's on the wrong side. I mean, just ask yourself this question. How out of place would it be for a guy with an American flag, you know, faint, painted face, a Q banner to be at a BLM march? Have you ever seen that before? Other than Jake Chansley, have you ever seen a American Patriot Q guy at a BLM march? I never have. Right. So something should tell you maybe that's not his crowd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that one. Yeah. And um, I think that that's the issue is, is is one of the things to understand about Jake is that he had a message that was a bit broader than like just uh, one political cycle or the election. You know, in fact, wasn't even super political from a candidate standpoint really prior to the election. I mean, he was spent a lot of his time out there talking about uh, child trafficking out in Arizona he was out there talking yeah, about that was his big cause. Yeah. Was anti child trafficking. Yeah. And it's a big anti, problem. Anti sexual abuse. That's what he cared about. Yeah. It's a big problem um, out in Arizona. And so he was just like, you know, um, he was, he was showing up to that stuff. And then he was trying to get people like, you know, he was a Q believer and he was trying to expose people to this idea that there's these global powers, you know, these global elites are trying to run the show. And so, um, you know, that, that is, he had a message that, he was broadly trying to get in front of a various number of people from different aspects of the political divide. Um, he yeah, wasn't just when, trying to wake up, you know, Republicans to something. He was trying to reach American people about something more deep and sinister going on in the world. Yeah, I would say his his, his message, when he kept it very general, had a, had a pretty broad appeal and would appeal to a lot of people on the right. Um, a lot of people, even in the middle, who see some of the dangers of what the left is doing culturally, um, it, which is why when I described my first interview with him in December, before he was a world-renowned criminal or, you know, alleged criminal for going into the Capitol, you know, 80% of the things he's saying is very mainstream sort of globalist doing globalism things. And you nod your head with it. You go, yeah, right on, right on. And then he talks about like being re reincarnated in like the spirit realm. And you're like, okay, that's a little weird, but let's go back to the, you know, bankers <laughs> right. writing our laws and yeah. us not really having representation. Let's talk. That's good. Let's talk about that. But you know, he had this eccentric, he was just like, you meet dudes like that in life where you're like, I guess the way I would say it is that dude is like really out there and that's okay. Like I like people like that. I don't have to believe that you were reincarnated five times and died in battle each of those times, which is something very similar that he said to me. Like, that's that doesn't matter to me. You know, um, the Q stuff, he, a lot of the Q stuff he believed were positions that were likely true. I just don't believe I needed to come to that position because some secret shadow guy on a message board told me to. It was like, well, right. that, that makes sense, right? Um, 
that's not to throw my hat in with Q, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking about the way, the the way the media writes what Q is in one line, which is like the craziest way they can describe. I'm talking about the, the stuff that like, I don't know, even, even a mainline sort of Alec conservative, Alex Jones, occasional listener will will be like, Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like Alex Jones is totally not Q. He's, he hates, he hates the Q movement. He thinks it's, you know, really destructive and you know, I'm not a, I'm not a Q guy. Um, and neither is Mike Flynn, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Apparently, no. <laughs> there's that some, news today. Some uh, things that have been recently released. Um, but the point is, is that Jake wasn't number one. He's very difficult to box in and say this is his ideology. Number one. Number two, I can say with pretty good confidence that he was not a Antifa plant in the January sixth or in the Stop the Steal movement. That he was really marching to the beat of his own drum. He believed the things that he believed and wanted to get that message out to a broad number of people. And part of the reason that he would dress the way he did was because it gave him opportunities and access to have conversations with people. People thought he was kind of crazy looking. He was interesting. He would start conversations with people. It really speaks in a lot of ways to his like theatrical background and the fact that he did have some beliefs about his own like past life, you know, journey around shamanism, Vikings, all that type of stuff. Well, you know, this is a different topic, but I don't know that I've said it on on a podcast yet. But, um, you know, it's interesting that. And a lot of people don't really know this. I don't think it was really properly reported on. Excuse me. But, um, you know, around the time of his sentencing, it came out that when he was in the Navy, he was diagnosed diagnosed with schizoid personality disorder, a serious personality disorder. And that information was not shared with him. So he went to the doctors on his ship and he said, am I crazy? Like, I feel crazy. Can you check me out? And the doctors checked him out. They, you know, they analyzed him and they found that he had schizoid personality disorder, but they also determined that he was fit for service. And so they told him, son, you're fit for service. Never shared with him the diagnosis. And so you think about how his life may have changed if he was able to get help for that, at least somebody tell him right it's 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 really worth exploring and it's it's tragic and i i feel very i feel very sad for him that he wasn't able to know that for the 16 years i think it's about 16 years that passed between that diagnosis when he was in the navy and then now and then during trial i'm I'm sorry and during his incarceration back over the summer he went to colorado and saw a a psychiatrist and got a psychiatric evaluation and they confirmed that he had schizoid personality disorder and so with that now that we know that it really sort of frames up and and puts into perspective that this was a guy who you know when you hear his mother tell it when you hear him tell it he was really isolated as a child he had a really rough upbringing what some stuff that happened in his family he almost like you might hear somebody that struggles with autism which um you know at times i thought man that that it, it kind of he has a vibe like he's on the spectrum right yeah he struggled with Agreed. making relationships and he struggled with being part of a group and he struggled with fitting in and he could really didn't know he couldn't find a place right in life and it was only in the last couple of years that he took on this persona and he started getting involved with causes whether it was you know child trafficking anti-child trafficking speaking up about that or then during the blm marches going to counter protest blm and then eventually around the election um and feeling like there was some election fraud going on it was then that he really had a 
had a group that he could be a part of. And, you know, that's that's something I think that we will we will flesh out pretty, pretty fully in our film. But um, it, it's a tragic story. Like like he he was not given the tools to really succeed. And I think the Navy denying him the knowledge of what he was dealing with, you know, especially after he got out was unfortunately partially what kind of led to, I think what ended up happening on January 6th. Yeah. I, I think his life would have looked a lot differently if he was able to, you know, have the tools to, to help himself then, but I digress. Yeah. Well, and just to wrap up this thought and to wrap up this episode, because we have a, uh, an interview that we're going to get ready to do that, we hope to be able to bring some of the content from this interview to our audience. Uh, and we're going to jump on that here in just a few moments. We want to just wrap this up and say, is Jake an Antifa plant? And he is not. That is our consensus. He is not. And uh, so we're going to put this out as a separate video. Maybe it'll get uh, some people we only, talking. We only did one question, though. This will be a recurring segment. <laughs> we, need, we, we, need will, we will do, um, we need we'll do this it, again. Yeah. So. All right. Well, listen, thanks for joining us and uh, Jason and Paul signing off. And like I said, follow us and join us again. Uh, we're going to be breaking news uh, again this week, I, I would suspect. So, Thank you.